you guys uh, for your voice notes. I mean, thank you for your varied views. Uh, interesting, that one that said the rainbow doesn't even have the color black. Uh, interesting thought. Thank you so much. So it's 14 past two. Welcome to the second hour of Life Happens. And uh, we're doing our update on Africa now. And uh, we're zoning in on Mozambique with Nixon Katembo, uh, African Affairs Analyst at Channel Africa and uh, producer. Uh, remember, Mozambique lodged an official request for military intervention from uh, neighboring countries to quell a jihadist insurgency in the gas-rich northern part of the country. And this request was made by their defense minister. It looks like, Nixon, welcome, it looks like Rwanda went ahead of SEDEC and got in there. How did we get here? (laughs) Interesting question, KJ, and good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners. Let me get to start the conversation with two points, that in international relations, there are two types of uh, relations between two countries. One is bilateral, and the second one is multilateral. Now, in terms of uh, bilateral, this is the traditional relation that we know uh, that exists between the two countries, although there has been some problem where countries face a difficulty in relating with one another, this does require other layers of, 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 of engaging, which then leads to multilateral cooperations. Um, and uh, here I mean for instance regional cooperations or even at the level of the United Nations or the African Union. And now the second one is the multilateral, of course, which will require now engagement at a higher level of diplomacy in terms of uh, a, a greater international institution such as the African Union and the United Nations, as I mentioned. Now, it seems to me uh, that uh, Mozambique as a sovereign state, having uh, its right to to decide on its friend, uh, first went for the, the, the former, which is a bilateral relation. And uh, I will start by categorizing the problem with it in threefold. Mm-hmm. One, it's on a part of Mozambique, and the second one is on a part of Rwanda. And then I will look at uh, how this means for the relationship between the two countries, not, not not only for that, but also for the SADC region. So let us start, uh, we'll start with Mozambique. It seems to me that Mozambique has been undecided on which partners or what kind of help that can uh, be uh, brought to, to the country uh, in terms of quelling the surges on the north. And thus, it went for, for its friend, um, uh, Rwanda in this case, which has been uh, a partner. But I think this is owing to some push factors more especially if you look at the loss of investment, uh, total uh, threatening to pull out. But the other aspect in that regard is that you see, with relation to Mozambique and Rwanda, but Rwanda also have a relationship with France, and France uh, being there, um, uh, where the total, which has an investment in Cabo Delgado, uh, uh, comes from. So uh, that tells you in a nutshell a picture of why perhaps Rwanda could be an ideal um, for Mozambique to go to in terms of bilateral engagement. And of course, Rwanda sees this opportunity to actually allow 
uh, Rwandan troops to come to Mozambique. But then what does it say about uh, Mozambique's uh, relationship with SEDEC? But then uh, let's get uh, finished with this and, and we, we will see why this is a, a complex matter in terms of Mozambican relationship with SEDEC. Because mm. Rwanda, why Rwanda have an interest in this? Uh, because uh, Rwanda, uh, Mozambique is a member of SADC, and uh, Mozambique member, being a member of SADC, you would recall that SADC sent troops to the DRC to quell the M23 that was supported by Rwanda. Mm. That is one aspect. On the other hand, you have uh, Rwanda, uh, which uh, have uh, had a frosty relationship with the, the, uh, South Africa after the killing of uh, uh, Patrick Karege in 2014 and the attempted assassination on uh, Kayumba Nyamwasa. That is one other aspect. On the third uh, uh, aspect of it is that Rwanda has a significant number of refugees in Mozambique who Rwanda deem as somehow a threat to to its national security. So in terms of bilateral engagement, these are issues that one needs to to look over. But in terms of SADC, of course, it's, it seems to me that there is a, 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 a non-unspoken retaliatory mode where SADC sent troops to quell the Rwandan invasion of the DRC via the M23 uh, in, in, in Eastern DRC, whereas now Rwanda seems to be kind of paying, um, uh, paying back in kind in terms of sending troops to Cabo Delgado ahead of SADC. So that is one aspect. Of course, I can, uh, this can be debatable in terms of uh, uh, bilateral engagement between the two countries. So just <clears throat> tell you uh, um, uh, somehow an image of a complex situation. The other aspect for Rwanda is that Rwanda has been a significant contributor to peacekeeping on the continent. Uh, and Rwanda has um, a plus minus of over 200,000 uh, troops, uh, trained troops and uh, security forces that are trained. So for a country with 11 million people, uh, uh, just plus plus minus 11 million people to have a discount. It's it's a nova uh, sort of a, a, a nova number to have the troops. So any opportunity that you get to deploy elsewhere on a continent through keeping peacekeeping mission, it will seize that opportunity. One could argue that that would have been the case. But I insist that Rwanda, having had a diplomatic rapprochement with France, and France having an investment through Total in Mozambique, and France having a, a kind of a demand and um, um, an apology, offered an apology during what happened in 1994 in Rwanda. This could have been a way in which uh, Rwanda could cement also its relationship with France through sending troops to Mozambique, but also uh, uh, eyeing on this other aspect of the uh, diplomatic relation between uh, Mozambique and SADC as a whole, including South Africa. So it's a complex matter. And you would recall that immediately after uh, President Macron was in Kigali, he came here in, in South Africa mm. to speak to President Cyril Ramaphosa. And afterwards, Rwandan troops were sent to Mozambique. Mm. Now, you have to observe quite a significantly what does this mean 
for 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 South Africa. Now, what does it mean for South Africa as a country is that there are some regional consequences that you have one frosty relationship between South Africa and Rwanda, mm. and you have then Rwandan troops which are just made uh, here in the neighboring country. Uh, suffice to say that I should mention, and to the interest of your listeners, that among the 14 diplomats that were um, uh, sent out uh, by Pretoria uh, to Kigali, the, those uh, diplomats that were deemed to have been have involved in, in the case of Patrick Karegea and uh, the attempt the assassination of Kayumba Nyamwasa, among them was Jacques-Claude Nkobi Sanzwe. Mm. And Jacques-Claude Nkobi Sanzwe is the current Rwandan ambassador to Mozambique. Yet you have a Pretoria who is which still demanding that those who facilitated uh, the assassination and were involved uh, be brought back to face justice here in South Africa. So mm. that's where the relationship are, and that's those are the different layers of this deployment of Rwanda, including the Sadiqi bombing in Mozambique. But for me, I think it's more of a uh, approach to realism in international relationship is relations where countries look mostly first at their personal interest and their own interest. So in the long term, though, uh, you know, because it does sound like to some extent South Africa is irked, uh, whether, uh, you know, uh, 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 whether we, we, we know as a fact or not. In the long term, what does it mean for Pretoria's relationship with uh, Kigali? Of course, you you would recall the reaction by, by our defense minister, Nosivio Mapisang Nakula, here, mm. saying that they were surprised that Rwanda could do this. But it's not surprising, as owing to the fact that I have just outlined here, including the kind of uh, diplomat representing Rwanda in Maputo. Mm, mm. So that tells you how much the inner uh, uh, diplomatic gymnastics that are going behind the scene, one uh, trying to show muscle over the other in terms of who or, or get to intervene in Mozambique. Mm. But I also think that Sadek is the one to blame and in one way or in on another than the structure of the Sadek as well. Because mm. you cannot discuss this issue without looking at the structure of the regional bloc. Uh, if you look at the uh, Sadek ad organogram, uh, the one leading the peace and security, um, uh, uh, defense and security uh, currently, is uh, uh, Botswana's president, Eric Mokwesi Masisi. On the other hand, you have Philip Nyusi, the president of Mozambique, who is leading uh, the SADC um, uh, uh, chairmanship. So in this case, you have now the country that is leading uh, the chairmanship of SADC needing the much assistance, uh, the, the much assistance uh, to go to uh, assist in, in his own country, where you have... Uh, the peace and security which decide on a deployment uh, uh, in another country. Now the question is, how do you streamline the two um, uh, offices in trying to coordinate and give much needed response to any problem that might arise in the region? Hence the complex, uh, the complexity of deployment in two um, um uh, the, the, in two Cabo Delgado in Mozambique. But one could not help uh, without mentioning that this creates a serious problem 
uh, uh, one wonder how the deployment of those forces are going to be in Cabo Delgado, whether they are going to have a joint uh, or mixed uh, military operations in the rooting out uh, rooting out this terrorism terrorism that is happening in Cabo Delgado, or they are going to be positioned on different side yet aiming on one um, a goal of rooting out uh, the insurgency in Mozambique. Okay. We have some voice notes, uh, Nixon. Let's hear what they have to say, then you can respond to what they have to say. Let's hear the voice notes. Good afternoon, KG and the team behind the scene. I'm Donald. I like the way Nixon Katem analyzes the politics of the region. Hello, KG. Uh, it's Simon here in Pretoria. KG, I just got a question uh, for your guest uh, with regards to Mozambique. Uh, I just do not understand the fact that Mozambique has to decide on which partner to work with. It doesn't make sense for me because right now it is the whole region that is being threatened here by these jihadists that we are facing right now in Mozambique. I don't think Mozambique has to decide whom to work with. They just have to work with everybody in the, uh, in the southern region. Sadak. Because this won't end with Mozambique only. That's my main worry. This won't end with Mozambique only. That's the main worry, Nixon? He's right. And uh, I, I have to, I cannot help it, but just looking at the, the scale of the problem and why it took Sadek so long to respond. And I think by the mere fact of having this vacuum in terms of decision-making that you have now uh, by uh, Mozambique engaging in bilateral engagement with Rwanda to have the country uh, send its troops here. But of course, on an international level, you have to look at the vested interest in that conflict. Um, you have total investments there and uh, many other um, uh, underlying uh, or are or factors that links to the the extraction of the natural resources in in that part of the country, and you recall that there were prior to that uh, Russian um, uh, security um, uh, mercenaries that were uh, helping the Mozambican government, although the government did not come out clearly to say that this is what is happening in the in the region. So it um, it's quite a complex, but. On the other hand, the issue of calling it a terrorism, of course, it's a terrorism. But what is the broader picture of why these terrorists are installing themselves there? Because any terrorist activities need financing. Mm. And if there is a vacuum of such a nature where there is a lack of decisive leadership in dealing with it, you have uh, those terrorists establishing their economic hub. And in this case, Cabo Delgado became... A, a soft target because there were no softer uh, and a swift action in responding to to, to the insurgency. So the, the, the caller there or the the, the person who is uh, asking, well, this is a regional matter, he's quite correct. Mm, mm, mm. You know, but in the end, what does this mean? I mean, doesn't SEDEC have the power to say to Mozambique, there's an agreement in place, we have to bring in the troops, uh, you know, uh, your, 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 your uh, partner, your bilateral partner in Rwanda can come and join in later, but we should be driving this. 
But again, it comes an issue of uh, sovereignty, KG. Mm, is yeah. that uh, state have a sovereign right to decide on, on their personal matters. And uh, remember, one of the critical functions of any government in the state is first and foremost and uh, having, um, I mean, to defend mm. its borders and, and the secu- uh, pre- uh, guaranteeing security within uh, the, the, the territorial uh, space of that country. Hence, you see, for instance, in our case here, uh, the president had to deploy the military to quell or whatever or what whatever was happening here last week. Yeah. So that is in part of the Mozambique to decide uh, based on the bilateral uh, engagement uh, that it has with Mozambique. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with Rwanda. And uh, on the other hand, now, what is the issue of SADC? But it complicated matters was whether Mozambique is now going to ask country by country for instance talking to South Africa. The question is why did Mozambique not talk to South Africa as a fellow SADC member? Or why did Mozambique not talk to Tanzania as a fellow SADC member to have a joint deployment? Because uh, uh, Cabo Delgado is not so far from Nachingwea on, uh, on the Mtuara region in, in, on the other side of, of uh, of Tanzania, which which region also was affected in some um, uh, at some point when uh, um, those uh, jihadists tried to infiltrate or, or launched some attacks on the civilian in a rural uh, southern Tanzania. So it's a quite complex matter, it's but complex. I think you have you have to look back at the vested interest and the loss of investment in terms of total the relationship between. Uh, uh, Mozambique and Rwanda owing to the links between France and Rwanda at the same time. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Nixon. Nixon Katembo is African Affairs Analyst and Channel Africa. Complex issue, that Mozambique issue. It's 2.31. It's time for the news headlines and Musa standing by.